Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich, a platform where we would challenge your perspectives and assist in expanding your consciousness. And as always, reality is a direct reflection of you, so be mindful of your inner talk. Now, to my new listeners, welcome to the show. I'm very pleased to have you. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you don't miss out on these weekly gems. And if you can, just please leave reviews and ratings. It helps my platform expand so that we can help other beautiful souls along their journey. Now, on this episode, I'm very, very excited about this guest. I've been following this guy for a while, and his, his gems are like no other, and definitely helps you navigate through this uh, earthly plane that we end. He is a singer, songwriter, uh, YouTube content creator, uh, Hazel is the author of uh, Hazel and Bella's Eye Opening Day at the Park and also Hazel and Bella Meet Jade on the Bridge. Um, he also recently released his new single, Be Mine, on all streaming platforms. He also has an EP uh, he released in 2018 on Spotify and Apple called Godfitness. Excuse me. Hazel, welcome to the show, bro. Hey, thank you so much for having me, man. Really excited How to be are? here. My God, I'm really excited about this, man. Just let us know um, a little bit about you and what you got going on. Sure, absolutely. Well, I mean, that was a that was a fantastic uh, introduction. I do have um, a lot of music out. There is the Goffidence EP from 2018, and we're currently working on the new record. And, and to promote that, we recently dropped the first single called Be Mine, available on all platforms. Um, we're starting production on a on a visual for that. Um, I'm in Manhattan. I'm in New York City, and you know because of the coronavirus, it's been a little strange um, trying to get the, the the YouTube content up because one of the one of the main shows we had on the YouTube content was was dining with Hazel, where we would review vegetarian slash vegan restaurants in the New York City area. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, dining here is so crazy and kind of changing every day. So been laying off that. So hopefully this year we'll be getting back into that a little bit. How did you even get into that? Um, just like reviewing like different uh, vegan places. Um, you know, I had started off and my friend and I would just eat at all these different places and he actually shoots for me. And he was like, why don't we, why don't we just make a show for this? Cause we were doing it on our own, you know, and just like, Oh, what kind of, what kind of great vegan food do they have that that's around us? And then we're like, why don't, why don't we make content out of this? I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. So we started all these different things and, you know, we'd have a, 
an artist friend of mine, you know, as a guest on the show, we talk about their projects, kind of like how we're doing right now, and sample the food. And uh, yeah, it turned out to be successful. That's dope as fuck, bro. Talk to us about this, these amazing books you got out, man. Yeah, um, absolutely. So these books are children's book series, and they're called Hazel and Bell. And there are two out right now. They're available at Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And basically, the idea behind them is if you guys have followed me on Twitter at Hazel is my spirit, what I like to do is focus all of my content around God and expediting the the Godhood within yourself in order to become the best version of yourself. And so what I was thinking here with these books was how wonderful would it be? If we had had this knowledge when we were, you know, five or below or, or you know, these, these books. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like if we, if we were exposed to this type of knowledge, how much better would our childhood have been? And since it is our role as the older generation to bring up the younger generation and the generations younger than that. Why not give everything that I'm giving to the world right now in a form that could reach the children? That's so amazing. That's I've, you rarely see people approaching it from that um, viewpoint because that's when we are really at our purest form. And so that's like before we even program with all these different things that take us away from our godhood. So that's amazing. Yeah. Thank Thank you so much. Yeah, and I I think it's so important. You know, I I think it's really important to be able to solidify that mind frame within children, you know, because especially before the age of seven, we're, we're pretty much locked into the personality that we are, of course, until we come to, you know, a spiritual awakening or, um, you know, a, uh, a, dark, a dark night of the soul or multiple dark nights of the yeah. soul. Um, but, um, but anyway, if we can lock that in prior to the age of seven, wow, like, let's do that. Let's let's bring up some amazing children, you know, that don't have to wait until they're like 25 to to wake up or, yeah. or, or 20 or whatever the age may be. You know, how can I affect the world in this way? Every, every one of us is a spark and I'm a yeah. raging fire. So if I'm a raging fire and I can spark, let's go. Everything, let's go. Let's go. Exactly. That's amazing. So let's let me ask, like, how did you even uh, like a, start this process of even creating a book? Was it like you was channeling a message from like source or just like help you to understand that process? Um, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, totally channeled from source um, as far as the idea came about. Right. So I started thinking when I originally started this Twitter at the beginning of 2017. <clears throat> I had all these. Oh, you, oh, you just started it. Wow. Yeah. I had all these downloads um, from source, and I and and I just had to get them out, and and that was the that was the main idea, and um, you know, it, and then it just evolved into something more, and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm getting all this attention on all these tweets, and how can I better use this? How can I be a better channel of God by using this platform? And I'm like, what if I what if I use all my different talents? And I incorporate it into this basis, into this platform. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, 
produce my message that way. So that's when that's when the music started to come, and and that's when the and that's when the books came. Um, and uh, you know, I've, I've helped so many people around the world, and and I don't mean to say that to you know to, toot my own horn or anything, but it's just like it, it's just uh, it just works, you know. And if I can meet so many people on meet and help so many people on Twitter itself and then cross mm-hmm. platforms to YouTube and Apple Music and Spotify and help it in that way, as well as reach a younger generation with my books, then I can definitely change the world bigger and bigger every day. And that's my goal. Every day I wake up, drink coffee, I go to the gym, and I think, how can I make the world a better place today? Damn, that is, see, that is powerful, man. Like, I just really, I want to applaud you for even having the idea of reaching children um, in that type of way. And it's expanding and thinking, it's like, damn, how can I impact the world? But not the world, but especially just um, children, too. And that's powerful as fuck. I want to ask you, I, I've, been, I've been meaning to ask you, where did the name Hazel come from? Um, That's an interesting question. So, um. I had uh, I had cancer on my kidney, and um, yeah, I had cancer on my kidney, and it was discovered in like 2014, 2015, and um, uh, it it was uh, it's a pretty crazy experience, and and you don't think about it, you know, if if you never had cancer, but it, if you're ever given that that diagnosis, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a, a scary moment in your life. And um, what had happened at the time was I had scheduled a, a surgery, you know, for a partial nephrectomy um, of my left kidney. And uh, at the time I was in contact with uh, Mariam Hasna on, mm, on, on Twitter. I love her. Yeah. 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 And um, she had recommended a book to me, um, about the Akashic Records. And um, I don't know if you're familiar, but the Akashic Records are... Yeah, yeah, wham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, that area that exists kind of between the heavens and earth, so to speak, um, mm-hmm. where everything is written and everything is known and your spirit gods exist and you can go with whatever questions you have. And the night before my surgery, I actually used this book that Miriam had... Um, recommended to me and access the, the Akashic records. And, and when I was there, um, the first message that I received, <laughs> that I received was, uh, are you feeling more at home now? And uh, it was such a, it was such a powerful, <clears throat> it was, so- <clears throat> sorry. No, you good, bro. You're good. It was such a, uh, it was such a powerful message. And, um, so yeah, so so that's where I met Hazel, and that that was um, that was November third, two thousand fifteen, and you know at the time I had just asked Hazel and I just said, listen, in my um, in my surgery tomorrow, I just want something placed inside me that could expedite my consciousness. I want to go as far as possible, and that was it. And and then I shut it down and and I went to sleep and about you know three or four in the morning I, I walk over here to on the upper east side of Manhattan and 
get ready for my um you know my surgery because it was early in the morning and uh i uh you know I, I i sat down in my gown getting ready for the getting ready for the iv half asleep because it's like four or something and um the the lady had asked me because she couldn't find a vein she asked me if she if i could give her the other arm i don't think my eyes were even open and i'm like yeah yeah sure 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 and i opened my eyes and i looked to this lady and on her name tag, it says Hazel. That's crazy. And I was like, bro. And I'm like, holy, like, this is wild. This is absolutely wild. This is wild. So, and then, you know, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a big recovery process after that. Luckily, I did, I didn't have to have radiation or, or chemo or anything, but, I, but I did have uh, quite a number of weeks that I was immobile. And um, anyway, I just started getting all these downloads. Just that I had asked for something to expedite my consciousness. Holy crap. It really uh, propelled me into a new dimension. And uh, so anyway, fast, fast forward a little bit. So, so then I'm just on Facebook, right? And now all my family and quote unquote friends are getting annoyed with me and they're like hey why are you uh why are you updating your facebook status like seven or eight times a day and, I, and i'm like you know what mind mind your business you know but that was my yeah. only outlet at the time so uh yeah. so me and my friend Allie, she and i um went out in 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 chelsea this area man and we just got trashed um which was just our <laughs> idea of fun. And we're just hanging out yeah. and hanging out, you know, and laughing with the bartender. And then usually when, when you get trashed, you probably get into a fight or something. Right. So then Ali said something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ali, Ali said the same thing that people have been saying to me. And she was like, yo, why do you update your status so many times per day? Like seven, mm -hmm. eight times. That's what Twitter's for. Yep. And I'm like, fuck you, bitch. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why the fuck I'm out with you right now. Fuck you. I never want to see you again. And I walked outside and I got into a cab to, to come home. Of course, the next day, you know, I apologized and everything. But in the cab ride home, I said, Twitter. Okay. And that's when I started Hazel is my spirit. Right then. Wait, so, so they would channeling a message to you to get on Twitter. Now, yep. that, now that you're saying this out loud, that's crazy. Right. Right. That is crazy. So we got on Twitter and it went so you you went from Facebook to Twitter. Now you you're posting all these tweets. Um when did it when did it hit you like damn this is where I'm supposed to be? Um I think that that was I think that was January of of 2017 and it was March it was the beginning of March of 2017 where I had written a tweet that said something along the lines of you cannot eat crap watch crap listen to crap spend time with crappy people and expect happiness it was it was something to that effect, mm -hmm. tweet and it got like three thousand you know likes and you know a thousand retweets or something and that that was like the first time that I ever had any kind of attention and I'm like, holy, holy shit, this is, this is working, you know? So I'm just going to keep on taking these messages that I'm having and, you know, 
in in igniting positivity and and godliness inside all these different people and from there it just went up and up and up and up and because yes, i know like what go ahead, go ahead. I mean, cut you off. Go ahead. oh yeah yeah you, you didn't come off but i just wanted to i just want to i just want to throw this in so as as i'm as i'm tweeting and 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 tweeting all these truths and you know helping all these people and getting these messages from from people who, who tell me that I'm helping them, all of these wonderful things are happening. But at the same time, um, you don't even realize how much everything is a part of the whole. You know, you don't realize mm-hmm. how much mm-hmm. you're affecting. And so, <laughs> so it's wild. So I ended up taking a job in, I think it was September of 2018. And okay there i met the love of my life who had followed me on twitter since the beginning that's crazy yeah that's crazy so it's like i had asked for this expedition in consciousness consciousness received it didn't do anything with it besides annoying my family and quote-unquote friends on facebook and then ali runs her mouth when we're drunk at the bar and she Brings me to Twitter. Twitter happens. Two months later, Twitter takes off. And then a year and a half later, I'm literally put in the place with the girl who I'm to become more God with. And it's just like, wow. You know? It's just like, wow. That is wild. So wild. Why would this just happen like that, man? And and it goes to show you, you know, like your intuition and everything that happens and the law of allowance and, you know, yeah, just letting everything unfold how it should. There's nothing ever to worry about. Everything is always okay. Your next decision is leading you to where you're supposed to be. And it's literally all, all good. All good. All good. Because I'm glad you said that because I remember, um, I, I think I tweeted this either this week or last week. And I was like, um, everything that we ever worried or stressed about always worked itself out. Any problems you thought, with, and you was like, how the hell am I, how, how the hell am I going to navigate this? It always worked out. So you, 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 you get to this point where you fully understand this and you just completely surrender to the process. You just kick your, kick your feet up and say, okay, you know, source, you know. We've been navigating this shit for a while. I'll surrender. Let's see how this shit manifests. Yeah. And 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 you know what? As long as I have been doing that, which is a long time now, I still sometimes get to the area in my mind where, you know, I, I'm sure most people do because at the end of the day, there is still a part of me that's human where something, mm-hmm. you know, pops off in my life and I'm like, oh, oh what am I going to do? You know? Mm-hmm. And it takes a little bit to get back to that frame of mind to say, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to relax, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna relax. I'm going to follow the signs. I'm going to listen to my intuition. And it's going to lead me exactly to where I'm supposed to go. And as it should be, because I was, um, it was an episode I just did uh, for today. Well, Sunday, it's kind of, kind of weird saying that um, we were talking about how, life is just like a continuous like stream and we're just like like that row 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 your boat analogy you know that's just telling you how to approach life you're going <laughs> gently down the stream 
life is but a dream. It's just like when you surrender and go with the flow instead of fighting with the contrast, you'll realize that life is 10 times more smoother and easier. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, and it's funny you say that in that way because, um, you know, we never realize how much swimming in water is like is like living in spirit. You know, you struggle, mm-hmm. then you drown. But if you relax, you float. That's like that's like the the fucking uh, message of twenty twenty one at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like For honestly, real. like what the fuck is going on in the world? But who cares? Let's just float. Who cares? It's like as long as you navigate in your own reality and you know that 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 timeline is being created, or even just like the the world is mirroring, you know, your state of being. Everything is okay. Everything is always okay. Which is which is always, like a always. um, you know, it's such a that's such a comforting statement, you know. Everything's okay, you know. Like that's like, you know, if you can think back to when you were like three or four or maybe five years old, and I don't know, somebody kicks the ice cream out of your hand, you're like, mm-hmm, you know, you don't understand anything. All you understand yeah. is that your favorite thing is on the floor, and you're looking at your your character like, well, I'm sad and I'm angry and I don't know what, you know. And your caregiver, hopefully, if they're a good person, they go buy another ice cream, hopefully a bigger one, and they give it to you, you know? But that's what God yeah. does, you know? So every time we, we get into that of, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, you got to remind yourself that everything is okay. Not only is everything okay, but your father is going to come take care of the entire shit and make it even better than it was. Because it's just like, I'm glad you said that. It's just like when you are trying to manifest something and then you think it's going to occur one way, but the way that it's, it's actually going to manifest is 10 times better than you could have ever <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that, wi- isn't that wild? It's, it's totally wild. Because like like, I remember I was, I was trying to manifest like my, my dream like uh, job at the moment. And then the situation I'm in now was 10 times better than I could have ever imagined. I was like, wow. And here I was. And I remember while I was um, going through those little mini frames of, you know, building up to that manifestation. And it was, I was struggling with the flow um, instead of just surrendering and just seeing how shit's going to manifest. And then when I, when I realized the manifestation, I was like, damn, okay. I see why I had to go yeah. through that shit. Yeah, it, it and it, and it's funny too with this past nightmare year that we all went through, you know, and the same hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, I think I think a lot of realizations are gonna pop off this year in that we're gonna we're gonna see what that all was for, not not only uh, collectively as 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 a people, but also individually. Like you know, we we all have our own struggles that we faced this year, you know, uh, outside of the coronavirus and quote-unquote locked in and whatever else but mm-hmm. you know the... that what that <laughs> yeah that the house arrest and um you know them taking away our personal liberties you know and and whatever else but yep we're about yep. to see why that happened and and i think i think you know the major realization that we're gonna see and and that we've already walked into but may have not already realized is that 
we are no longer held to any rules. We are sovereign beings of God existing from our hearts and and within the vibration of, of love, which is also the vibration of God. You know, and I, I think we're so used to being told what to do and what we have to do and what we shouldn't do and blah, 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 that we are having trouble accepting it, but now we're being forced to. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's a it's a huge ass eye opener too because I want to say like last year was like a huge ass dark night of the soul. Would you would you? Would Holy you, crap! Would you, yeah. Because uh, uh, you think about I, it. Sorry to interrupt you. I you know I've I've had a few dark nights mm-hmm. of the soul, but I've never had a, co- a collective one with the whole world. You know. Cause it's like I, I, I want to dive into that because I know like it last year was like a bunch of triggers and like normally you'll have like one event you know for the entire year and people kind of like wrap that out for like you know a little bit and then completely forget but you it's, it was another thing after another thing and it's like after a while if you're like aware of what's you know going on the nature of reality who you are a source um you see through it and you realize damn this is a dark night of the soul moment for the collective right now and then for the shit for us yeah too. absolutely and it, it 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 honestly i was going through my my own one personally which i won't get into details about right now but it, it took, no, it, took no, no, it took a while it took a while to realize you know that that was what was going on you know like at first you know it, it was it was hard not to um buy into the panic because it's like what the hell is happening like everything is closing yep. everywhere and, and, everywhere. and it's worldwide you know it's it's not even like you know the country or the town or the city or whatever it might normally be it's, it's across the entire planet but, mm-hmm. and it's 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 because it's, 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 it's something we've never uh experienced before i remember when it first popped off and i'm telling myself like and eh, you know, this don't feel right, but at the same time, it's like, this is, this is BS, but as I, as the year went on, it hit me like, this is how the collective will wake up, you need, um, I was talking to the, my homie Chase from my uh, last episode, and he was telling me, like, chaos is needed for us to um, restart, and I'm looking at, like, wow, we need these things to happen to trigger us, and it wakes you up to realize, hey, I'm actually in control of my life. And you can't tell Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And that's a good point that you bring up, chaos. The first step in the birth of a star is chaos. The first step of the birth process is chaos. Even in even in humans, you know, when, when the sperm meets the egg, the egg is destroyed. And the sperm is too, essentially. And mm-hmm. it morphs into this new being. You know, so what we are doing right now is actually going through the birth canal to the new us, individually and collectively. I never looked at it that yeah. way. That's a great house analogy. Because people, like, I, for the longest, I didn't even know I was going through mine. Because, you know, you, 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 you don't know why you feel so low when it's like a heavy-ass presence and energy. And it's until you understand you're going through that dark night of the soul and you're really just facing those parts of yourself that you've been repressing. Um, and you finally get to a point where it's like, okay, look, you have to face me now because we're trying to evolve. So you're, you're going to have to go through it 
you know, one way or another, but we're, we're moving past. Yeah. It. Yeah. That, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. I couldn't have put it in better words myself. That is crazy. I know that you really embody self love. Now I know that you said you, you, you start your day, like, how can I be, um, a service to myself and others, but how do you, cause I've noticed a lot of your tweets are about self love and disembodying source. Like, how is this, how, how is your mindset like that help, help the audience? Um, well, the first, first thing I do every morning after I feed the cats because they have to be fed um, is a lot of, <laughs> you know, I have to align myself to, to source. And how I do that is, is I get into a meditative state and I allow whatever is in my body to be emptied. And I visualize myself as a glass and I visualize, you know, the light, divine light from source filling me um you know like a like a cup and and filling me up and taking everything else out and i ask for direction and guidance from my angels and from source to point me in the right direction not only in my actions but in my thoughts and i feel that doing that enables me to be the best me that i could be in every situation that I, that i meet so if 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 i do during my day meet a situation that's um, less than desirable, I know that inside I will make the right decision just because I made that choice at the beginning of the day. That's crazy. So I want to ask you, so you said how you view unfavorable situations. So how would, for example, you, how would you navigate in that moment? Walk me, walk us through, I guess, that process for you. Um. Well, I think it's not, I don't think, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's an active thing. I think because I made the request okay. at the beginning of the day, I believe all my actions and all my words are. Okay. So if I'm speaking from active terminology, That's right. okay. I would say it's trust, you know, so, so, so I ask for it. I trust that I receive mm-hmm. it. And then I trust when I'm in the situation that no matter what I do and no matter what I say, it's going to be the right thing. So I'm never thinking. I don't think. I just feel. Okay. And if it's a less than desirable feeling that I feel, I allow myself to accept those vibrations and then transmute it instantaneously into love or into understanding or into, hey, you're not going to talk to me like that or, hey, you know, you're not going to fuck with me or. Mm-hmm. hey, maybe I can help this person and point out something about themselves or maybe I can point out something about myself that might help this person with whom I'm having this, you know, disagreement with or or, or this situation that I'm in. That's beautiful. I want to ask you, how did, how did your spiritual awakening start? I know we go through different awakenings, but what was it like? Um, well, you know, I, I, think, I think a lot of us... Uh, I think a lot of us in uh, the winter solstice of, of 2012 were were offered uh, to step into the portal of uh, a new awakening, of, of a, a, a new beginning. And mm-hmm. I did not know that at the time, but I believe that's when it started. And um, I mean, of course, there were there were situations prior to that, which had you know, indicated to me that, that, you know, I was surrounded by God and protected and, and, 
and safe and, and guided um, a number of things from, you know, seeing angel numbers to getting downloads to, you know, um, embarking on a journey of learning meditation and um, reading The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy and, you know, Man, I love that book, bro. That book is is, a, is like oh my god, absolutely for me. That 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 was actually the that was definitely the first book that really woke me up to the fact that I'm in charge, you know, and uh, also that the unseen is more real than the seen. So yeah, so short answer to your question, mm-hmm. I guess it had started, I don't know, maybe around two thousand two thousand seven. But it was catapulted in in 2012, and 2012 from onward, I feel like I haven't had a chance to rest, not in a bad way, in a good way. You know, I've just been, you know, constantly going up and up and up and up, and and you know that's a big thing about life too, because the old world, who we were before this 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 mayhem was everyone trying to convince us that mm-hmm. this life isn't up and up and up and up. This life is just you do this, you do that, you do this, you do that, and then you die. But now we're starting to collectively realize that, mm-hmm. no, we don't have to do this. We don't have to do that. We, we don't have to do anything at all. And we don't have even have to do anything that they told us that, that we had to do. We, we don't even have to age necessarily. We don't, we don't, we don't get older in, 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 in looks mm-hmm. and in, um, you know, in our mind, unless we think that we're going to get older in our looks, <laughs> you know, there, there, there are just so many different aspects yeah. of being a spirit, having a human experience that a lot of us never considered before. And I think so many more people are considering now that the life that we live is ultimately a simulation and it's a simulation made up upon our mm-hmm. emotionalized thoughts. And mm-hmm. what we're starting to realize now collectively is that a lot of the emotionalized thoughts that we have aren't even ours. There's somebody else's that we've adopted. And because mm-hmm. we've adopted those emotionalized thoughts, they're affecting our reality and rendering this existence to be subpar and mediocre. There's no need for that. We don't need that. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe right. Mm-hmm. I want you just you talked a little bit about angel numbers. I know everybody views angel numbers differently. How do you um view yours when you see Well them? when it when it my birthday is on uh August sixteenth and um when it first started, it, like I said, I think it was two two thousand seven, every time I looked at the clock, it was it was eight sixteen. You know, and I, I didn't look at the clock too much you know I, I never wore a watch but whenever I would look at the microwave or the the tv or wherever there was a digital clock no matter when I looked it was always 8 16 whether it be a.m or p.m and probably after like the 10th time it happened I'm like wow well, this is freaking really strange and uh I think that's when it started and I just started to notice all all of these numbers and then you know in 2012 or, or in that area after 2012, I started seeing three eights everywhere, everywhere. And I saw them. The first one I saw was this address on, on Fifth Avenue here across from um, Central Park. I think it's 
on the corner of Fifth Avenue and 70th Street, and it was 888. And I'm like, wow, well, that's kind of weird because two eights is 16, and that essentially is it's birthday, which kind of relates to the first numbers that I had seen before. But then I would see 888 everywhere. I would see it on addresses. I'd see it in telephone numbers. I'd see it in uh, I, 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 anywhere <laughs> where there were numbers. I would see it, and and then I and then I started to realize alphabetically yeah. the different numbers. You know, as you're looking from from the letters one to twenty six, and H is representative of of the number eight. So then that brightened my awareness even further. So then I started looking at taxi cabs. And a lot of times taxi cabs have letters and numbers, but I would see HHH, you know, or I'd see 8HH, mm-hmm. you know, or so, or something, something to that effect. So I started seeing these eights everywhere. So much so to the fact that I route 888 on my left bicep, you know, and I was just like, holy shit. You know, like every, everything, I feel that. I feel that. everything that I thought was real before is real. And not only is it real, it's all me. And not only is it all me, it's all God. And not only is this all nature, I'm nature. And I'm not just a part of the whole, I am the whole. Yep. Yeah, I am the whole. Yep, 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 yep. Because not everybody sees themselves as that. But until you have that, that realization, it's like, damn. There's no dualistic nature. It's just Absolutely. Like Absolutely. A hundred percent. The world is a mirror of how you view yourself. And if you don't do the work to mm-hmm. transmute the darker aspects of yourself into light and into yourself, you're just going to keep on meeting them over and over again. Mm-hmm. And if you're not cognizant of the fact that that's what's happening, you're going to get so upset because you're going to say, well, why doesn't my life work out? Why do I keep on dating these type of women? Why do I keep on blah, 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 never realizing that there are no other types of women. There are no bad luck. There is no you got fired. There is no you didn't get the the deal. There is no, you know, I don't have enough money. There, there is none of that exists. It's all inside of you. And your idea of self-worth. And if you go into yeah. yourself and excavate and realize what are the emotionalized thoughts that you have held onto, whether they're your own or someone else's that you've adopted that are affecting your self-worth, and you get rid of them or change them, you know, nothing's ever gonna change. But if you do change them, you can live your best life. Nothing. And it's literally all up to you. I think it's, it's 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 that realization that you have to hold yourself accountable that I found the most challenging but the most rewarding because at that point there's no excuse like you know okay I'm I'm continuing to experience this situation because of something in my subconscious that I haven't dealt with so it's to the point like damn either I'm gonna keep experiencing this shit which I know I'm not um, or do the work to change it so that my reality mirrors a different um, state of being. Yes, exactly, exactly. And that, and and I th- I think a lot of people have issues with that because they don't want to believe that it's them. People want to place the blame on something mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. external to themselves. But there's nothing here but you and God. Yep. That's yep, it. Yep, yep. Everybody else is. Because people say, sorry, oh. go ahead. People say. No, people, no, people say, like, oh, the devil's been busy. And I'm like, no, it's you and your thoughts that's been busy, yeah. not the devil. There, I, there is no devil. Well, well you know, if, if, if you think there, about it, no if, if there is a devil, the devil is an angel and his job is to rule hell, right? The devil could never be the one attacking mm-hmm. you. However, when you view hell as for what it is, hell is for people who can't forgive themselves for things that they've done. So from that viewpoint, so many people are living in hell right now and they don't even realize it because they can't forgive themselves because they're blaming something external and saying, oh, you know, I can't stop using drugs because, you know, I have, you know, some gene in me that makes me do these drugs. No. Yeah. Yeah, excuses. It's, it's excuses. But there's, there's no gene. Like, may, maybe there is a gene and it, and and it's hereditary, but it's more than that. There's something that happened to you that you can't forgive yourself for, and you are penalizing yourself repetitively. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm glad you said that because, um, you know, like if you have a, a family history or something, and they keep telling you that narrative, oh, um, your your father or mother and their parent they suffer from this, and I'm like, and it hit me like they that 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 programming was being passed down through that self talk. And of course, the body is going to um, mirror whatever you command in it. So yeah, if you keep saying that narrative, it's absolutely that that's what it. And you know, I'd written a tweet earlier today. Like, if you woke up in the hospital later today, right, and you didn't remember anything about your life, your name, your family, mm-hmm. anything you have been through, are you still you? But uh, mm-hmm. of course, of course, that's you're still you. You you just don't have the story. So if you're mm-hmm. if you lose all of that and you're still you, then you can realize that all you are is a story. And that story is affecting everything you are and everything you do and all the choices that you make. And if you could take that viewpoint and you know use it for your own life that you're in right now, and you know, maybe you haven't ever been in a coma, maybe you've never woken up in the hospital and, and not knowing anything, but now you can see that your life is nothing other than a story and you can change the story at any time. You are the creator of a million percent. This is your story. God damn. When you break it down like that, it's, it's, it seems so simple, but you have to, I guess the, uh, the mind has to continue to understand itself to come to that uh, level yeah, of awareness. and then if we take that thought even further, it's like, what? What is God? Like, yeah, God is love, and 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 God is all of source, and God is the only force, but God is also awareness, you know. And as you become more you, mm-hmm. and as you become more um, aware, you become more God. So God is awareness. Mm-hmm. And you're incorporating all of this awareness into yourself. And the more awareness that you incorporate into yourself, the better you understand not only yourself, but life itself. And the better you understand yourself and life itself, the better you can be and the better you can do. And, you know, the more abundance you have. And and I'm not necessarily talking about money or mansion or things like that. I'm talking about 
whatever you need comes to you exactly when you need it. Always. At all times. At all times. At all times. Because it has to. Exactly. It has to because it's you who's calling. It has to. Now, where now where in your story mm-hmm. are you calling the bullshit that you don't like? You know, like things that pop off in your life that you mm-hmm. don't like. What part of the story is telling you that that's what you want? That's the work. That's the work that people got to do that a lot of people don't realize they have to do, but hopefully they will do because that's the only way that your life will ever become what you want it to. And what a shame it would be to be 80, 90 years old and not find out how strong you can be. And and I don't even necessarily mean physically, but, but mentally. What if you lived until 70 or 80 years old and you never realized yeah. you could change your story at any time? What a waste. All it took was you. And all it took was you. I think that's important, like, what me and you are doing with our platforms. We're reminding people of this because, like, I remember when I had my spiritual awakening, I really only had YouTube and maybe, like, two um, accounts where I would go to to, like, understand what's going on like okay i'm not crazy like I'm, I'm going through some shit i don't know what i'm going through but i need that guidance but just just the work that me and you are doing right now is is, is phenomenal and just contributing to um source us and just the collective and just like doing our due diligence just like joseph murphy for example you know there for us when, when yes reading, yes absolutely and I don't know if you know, but Joseph Murphy has like a slew of other books as well that are maybe not as helpful yeah. as The Power of the Subconscious Mind because that's that's really the pinnacle of all you know. That's the holy grail, like for that's real, the holy grail. Man. And uh, but his other books are are super super helpful, and they're so simplified that it would just you know it would it would knock your yeah. socks off. Um, to whoever's listening to this podcast, you know, and just simplify things for you so much. So you would be able to to see what life is really all about and how it's all up to you and you can change it anytime. Anytime. I want to ask, what other books uh, would you recommend to people? I know um, I've read Power of the Subconscious Mind. I don't know if you ever heard of Abraham Hicks. I'm a big fan of... Um, of their work. Um, oh, Esther uh, Hicks. Fucking the, the Vortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like, um, I like them a lot. Um, an- another, uh, another powerful book that I read at the beginning, along with um, Power of the Subconscious Mind, was A Course in Miracles by Helen Shuckman. And uh, if you don't know the, the, the backstory about that, um, Helen Shuckman was a professor at Columbia University in Manhattan and um, she channeled this entire book she says from Jesus Um, and it's uh, super enlightening and it's kind of it's kind of like a uh, it's kind of like an, an instruction about how to view your life separate from yourself Kind of, kind of similar to what I was talking about with the, with the story before and waking up in the hospital and separating yourself from everything. An example from the book would be, you know, uh, you know, it, it has exercises in the back of the book. And, and one of the exercises would be, you know, every time 
you see something today on your day, remind yourself that you've never seen that thing before. You know, so like right now I'm, I'm looking at the lamp in my living room and in my mind, I'm saying this is a lamp. But if I get that definition away, what is this thing that's in front of me next to my Christmas tree? And it was like, I, I don't know. But it allows me the creative ability to be able to call it whatever the fuck I want, but also to rid myself of any rules that I had before. I don't have to call it lamp. I could call it fucking spew, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's... It, it, mm-hmm. Like this is that it, just because just because people call it a lamp doesn't mean it has to be like it could be like you said it could be right lamp. yeah it could be anything I was talking to my girlfriend the other day about colors you know and who's to say my green is your green I don't know mm-hmm. I'd never be able to see what you see yeah everything uh, is perception, it's all perception. And if you take it even further from colors then mm-hmm. we have really billions of different realities that are existing in at the same time throughout the world. You know, we're constantly building this yeah. self-reality with our perceptions and our ideas of self and who we are and what we think and what we've been thought and what we believe to be true. Mm-hmm. And that those are the only things that are playing out in front of us. And mm-hmm. everybody has a different one. So true. I want to ask you, um, that book, uh, the Akashic Records. Oh, what's that? Book? Um, to, to get that one. That's a good question. I'm gonna look it up right now. No, no, no. It's good. I I got it. In, I got it in my library right here. So it's uh, right. It's um, how to read the Akashic Records by Linda Howe. H O W E. Um, it's it's. Yeah, absolutely. It's a wild book, um, and there are explicit instructions about how to access it. And basically, just to summarize, it's a it's a repetitive prayer that's said while in a meditative state. Okay. That's it. And, and it seems like, wow, all I have to do is say this prayer, and all of a sudden I'm given access to all, all the world's knowledge. And it seems almost like unattainable, unattainable. What's the word I'm looking for? Unattainable. But it's not. That that's all you have to do. Yeah, unattainable, yeah. Damn, okay. I'm, I'm thank you for that. I'm definitely gonna cop that book. I was I've been interested in accessing that, um, but not understanding it's been it's really that simple. Thanks. Wow. That's mad. Oh, okay. No, I was just saying, wild, wild to think that it that okay. it, that it's so so easy, you know. And and you know, just to interject for for one second, I think that's the problem a lot of us have is that everything is so easy. Everything is so easy, and we've been trained since such a young age to solve problems that we're unwilling to accept that we don't have to solve problems because there's nothing wrong. Everything is easy. We don't want to accept that it's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just our perception of how we view shit. Just our perception. I always um always leave off with this question before I wrap up. Um what 
is your message to the my message to the collective during this time is what does your heart say you know I, and 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 to elaborate on that a little bit i think you know right now a big part of this um you know dark night of the soul that we're going through collectively is that our individual minds are detaching from the mass mind and it's confusing and we don't know because we depended upon the mass mind for so long you know like i was talking about before like we need to be told what to do like you know go to school go to college get married have kids get a job retire send the kids off to school maybe have some fun in your retirement and die <laughs> you know that that's that's not the path that's not what we're here to do you know i mean you could do that if you want yeah but mm -hmm. so many people do that just because they're told what to do. And that's not listening to your heart. That's listening to the mass mind. And a lot of the confusion right now is our individual creative godly minds are detaching from the mass mind. And we need to listen to our heart in order to effectively detach, but also in order to effectively conduct our lives the way they're supposed to be lived. Love that this this theme of this year is definitely living in the heart. Absolutely, space. living in the heart space. That's what 2021 and all the rest of these years while we're on this planet is about. Become entirely heart centralized. Nothing outside of the heart. Nothing outside of love. Anything that is not love in your life, get rid of it. That's the message, bro. That is the message. Hazel, this has been a fun ass uh discussion. Like this is yo, I am so glad you invited me on this. Thank you so much for having me. My guy, um, if you you have anything you want to um, I mean, you know, stream my new single, be mine on on all platforms, be on the lookout for new music. Um, got distribution coming for my uh, my children's book series coming soon, and uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Hazel is my spirit. Guys, I'm going to um, add his um, book links under underneath the episode description. Uh, his music links as well. Everything that we just discussed will be in the uh, description below. Um, please uh, support and and just uh, you know share. Of this beautiful message uh hazel you've been a great ass co-host definitely bro really thank you so much for having me uh, it was so great speaking with you my my guy guys as always reality is a direct reflection of you uh, be mindful of your inner talk everything you think feel and say will reflect um the reality that you see be kind to others embody love like we just like we just discussed absolutely just be the best version of you guys Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Peace, everybody. Thanks for being on.